This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. Today on the show, I would like to speak to you if you've ever lived in student accommodation, particularly digs. Uh, we've had an email in from a listener who's had a pretty unpleasant experience since returning after Christmas. Um, they're sharing a room with their friend. They're 20, living in Maynooth. And there's been rats in their room, like in the frame of their bed and in the walls. Um, traps haven't worked, so they're looking to move out and they're wondering if they can get their last six weeks' rent back because they haven't been staying there, you know, and they've had to pay six, seven weeks' rent, actually. Um, and the landlord had said um, there'd been rats there over Christmas. So this is an ongoing thing. What advice would you have? Have you experienced similar yourself? 087-711-1038, you can text or WhatsApp. Joining me on the line now is Neve Murta, who's Vice President for Welfare at the Union of Students here in Ireland. Neve, thanks very much for your time. No problem at all. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Neve, um, is accommodation and issues with accommodation something you hear a lot about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, we have a lack of accommodation um, for students generally and for the general population as well, but especially for students. Um, so we do have an issue where students um, are at times living in substandard accommodation um, that is causing issues for them day to day. So now this is about Maynooth, and I don't want to go too hard on Maynooth because I think there's probably issues um, around the country, as you, as you said, there's lack of accommodation for students in general. Um, but on most campuses, is there a certain amount of accommodation available? And then if you don't get that, you just have to look elsewhere and it's up to yourself. Essentially, yeah, like some a lot of colleges would have um, on-campus accommodation. Um, some would have purpose-built student accommodation, so it would be especially for students. But unfortunately, there's a limited number of these around the country. And then after that, it's kind of... It's kind of a free-for-all where everyone just has to look for themselves and hopefully find something that's suitable for them. Um, So it's not ideal um, in any shape or form, but it's kind of the reality that we're faced with at the moment. So I would imagine with um, on-campus accommodation or purpose-built accommodation, there are certain standards that have to be met. So for someone maybe who doesn't get accommodation on campus or get into a purpose-built accommodation and they have to look elsewhere it's kind of their own tough look because it mightn't be up to the same standards as the official accommodation. Yeah, um, there is obviously, there's the Residential Tenancy Act, Tenancies Act and that, under that, private rented accommodation, um, purpose-built accommodation, student accommodation, on-campus accommodation, all of that is covered under that, under that. And there is minimum standards. Unfortunately for digs, that's where the legislation doesn't cover them. Um, so unfortunately, uh, in terms of living in, with a landlord, you're essentially being invited into their home and a lot of those rights don't apply once you're in that situation. Why not, Neve? Um, unfortunately, that's just the way the legislation is because you're living in someone else's home. Um, we lobby for it all the time. We try and get um, rights extended to people living in digs, whether it be students or, or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, it's, it's up to it's at the landlord's discretion whether they follow that or not. And I'm guessing from this email that we got, um, like they've obviously had a conversation with the landlord and the landlord had mentioned that they had an issue with rats over Christmas. And if this is something, you know, that they're experiencing, it's obviously something that's a problem in the whole home. Do they have a right to get their rent back? Because they haven't been living there for the last six or seven weeks. Um, strictly speaking, they, they don't have a right. Um, they obviously, the best thing to do would be to talk to the landlord or talk to the, the person they're living with and basically ask, 
for the the rent back and be like, look, we haven't been able to live here. It's not been of of a livable standard, and you know we we would like our money back. Um, the only kind of legal standing in that in that sense is to bring it to a small claims court, but obviously that's very long and it can be very difficult to get through. Mm. But um, the best thing to do is to have a conversation and maybe ask for ask for that rent back, especially if they haven't been able to live there. And here's the thing: it's like where else do they go? I mean, I don't know if they have an option to move out, but I would imagine a lot of students don't. And you know, we're into February now, and it's coming up to exam time, like people don't need to be dealing with that kind of stress. I would imagine there's a lot of students who just stay put because they don't have an alternative. Yeah, absolutely. You'd say, oh, we've only got a few weeks left. We'll just kind of get on with it and then get out in May. Um, but there is kind of help on campus. There's the Student Union. Um, they have a welfare officer and also there's an accommodation office on campus in Maynooth. Um So I would advise, even if they went there and had a chat and see if anything was available, some students may have been repeating. Um, some students may not have returned after Christmas. Um, so there might be vacancies somewhere that may be able to take them. That's good to know, Neve. Okay, so um, there's an office, as you said, in Maynooth, and I'm sure there's offices and campuses throughout the country. Um, if Just for future reference, for people maybe who are going to check out accommodation, what are the, the tips you would have, the simple things to look out for when you're thinking of handing over money and moving in somewhere? Yeah, well, absolutely. Get everything in writing is uh, the first kind of thing. Um, decide what accommodation you're, you want to live in first, and then if that's not an option, then kind of work your way down the list. Um, if you're moving to a room, take photos of everything, make sure they're dated. So if anything's broken or anything like that, you'll make sure that you won't be, um, it won't be taken out of your deposit. Obviously, if you're moving into digs, it can be difficult, but getting a written agreement of kind of ground rules between the two of you, because you're essentially living in the same home together, and maybe get it signed off by both yourself and the landlord. So at least that you have some sort of kind of document that states kind of the, the living conditions and what your kind of agreements are between each other. Okay. Good to have you, Neve. Thank you so much for your time today. No problem. Thank you so much. That's Neve Mercer there, Vice President for Welfare at the Union of Students in Ireland. Today I would like to speak to you if you've ever been faced with a similar situation, substandard accommodation. And as Neve rightly said, look, accommodation is an issue for everyone in this country. Um, but there is a massive shortage for students. And as a result, many students are forced to live in substandard accommodation and are faced with problems like this listener. I'll just read you the email again if you're just getting involved. I'm a 20-year-old student in Maynooth who lives in Diggs. I share a room with my friend and on our first week of semester two, he discovered that there's rats or mice living in the frame of my bed and the walls. He spotted two rats or mice of different size run under my bed and when we pulled out my bed, one of a different size ran into the frame of my bed. They are dark grey with long tails and the biggest was bigger than my fist. I want to ask for my rent back and move out since the traps have not worked. Do your listeners think it's fair to ask for my last six weeks rent back too as I haven't stayed there since the middle of December and had to pay seven weeks rent, 6.30, for rats to be living in my room? The landlord said they had rats over Christmas, which means they've been there for at least a month. Um, right. I would like to know your thoughts on this, what the students should do. And if you've ever been faced with similar, like Neve was talking about lobbying to have, um, you know, digs come under the Residential Tenancies Act, because at the moment it doesn't. Um it just doesn't. There's no reason for it. It just does not. So your experiences of living in digs today, please get involved in the conversation. You can text or WhatsApp. I'm on 087 711 1038. Dave is on the line. Hi, Dave. Hi, 
Hey, how are you doing? Good, thank you very much. Dave, um, this guy and his friend sharing the room together, what do you think they need to do? Well, the first thing is to um, to contact the, the landlord, obviously, but the, like with, with the renting situation in Dublin now, because it's impossible to find anywhere that's under a specific price, um, it would be very, very difficult to uh, to try and get the money back, but they still have a right to try and go for it. Yeah, and do you think, you know, it's something even I touched on there a moment ago, and I understand this isn't just about students, like renting, particularly in Dublin, is just so difficult as it is. Do you think a lot of landlords feel, well, you know, there isn't that many options for people, so they don't feel under pressure to improve accommodation for tenants? Well, that's exactly it. Um, As well as that, because... I, I, I can't really explain why the renting situation has turned out the way it is in Dublin, but... I mean, if like the way it's gone, nobody's going to be able to afford to rent soon. Nobody. And have you ever lived in pretty appalling accommodation, Dave? I currently do. What's it like? At the moment, we have no roof. Our roof is, has no tiles on the top of it. Um, so uh, during the winter, there's no heat. Um, we spend hundreds, maybe coming close to thousands on, on heating the house. Um, the, there's leaks, uh, black mould, um, pretty much as bad as it gets. Wow, and you're privately renting, are you? Yeah. And how long have you been living there? Five years. And have you spoken to the landlord? Do they know this is an issue? They know it's an issue, yeah, but um, like the the house I live in is, is due for demolition, so um, they're not going to do anything to fix it. Um, now they were going to try and increase our rent not long ago, but we denied that, and they've just recently stopped paying rent because we, like, I've lived here for so long. There's nothing they can do about it. Wow. So yeah, it sounds like you're in a pretty bad um, situation, Dave. Have you anywhere else that you could go? No, no. I mean, like, it's not the living situation I have. Like, I could be happy enough living where I live, but it's still a. Um, it's still not something that's not ideal, you know? No, and you're right, you know what, and fair play to you for saying that, is like, you know, you have not a great roof, but you have a roof over your heads, um, yeah. and you're living there, you're living there five years, so it's home to you. Um, what's your relationship like with your landlord? Non-existent, really. He, for the first three years of living here, he wasn't around at all. Um, it was done through an agency, and the agency did absolutely nothing, so they... Um, they split whatever relationship they had with each other and um, I started dealing directly with the landlord um, the day that he came to check out the house uh, a part of the roof fell in um, so I mean like he, he's well aware of the problems but he knows himself that with the house being up for demolition that he's not going to do anything you know and have you gone anywhere else maybe for a bit of advice or help, Dave? Yeah, the best places to go are at Threshold or the um, the, RTB, or the PRTB. And what have they advised? The Threshold said that, um, first of all, I mean, you need to check and see if the house uh, registered under the, the tenancy registers board. Because um, if it's not, then they're, they're liable for fines of up to €5,000. Now, if you bring bring this to the attention of somebody who is like in the PRTB, or I can't I can't remember the actual abbreviation for it now, but um, if you bring it to somebody in there and they check to see if it's if it's registered as a dwelling, then um, 
if it's not, then it, for one, you shouldn't be paying rent in the first place. Nice. Um, but uh, like, if if it is, then then they need to to bring it up to a certain standard. So, have you found out if it's registered or not? We received a letter um, from the PRTB stating that it wasn't about a year ago, okay. maybe a year and a half ago. Um, we continued to pay rent up until December of last year, and now just decided to stop because there's no point. Like the, the the landlord hasn't even gotten in touch with us. I don't think he's even noticed. To be honest, there's a few houses that he'd he'd run, you know. So as long as he's getting money from one of them. Wow, Dave. Okay. Well, look. I hope things improve. I hope you find somewhere better to live. Um, yes, uh, is yeah. do you have kids, or is there how many of you are living there? Um, there's four of us living here at the moment. Now it's a, it's more of a kind of friend share. Okay. Thing. Okay. Dave, take care of yourself. Thanks very much for coming on. No worries at all. Good to speak to you today. Um, Dave paints a pretty grim picture of renting in Dublin. And I know we started off talking about students, but of course, like any time we talk about renting, so many people get in touch. So if you're not a student, you have never lived in digs, it's okay. I would still like to hear from you about living in substandard um, accommodation because it is a huge issue. And if you have maybe... um, you know, you've been given advice. That advice might help other people as well. So, unfortunately, digs aren't covered by the Residential Tenancies Act. So, if you are a student like the guy that got in touch with us initially, I don't know how much advice we can offer, but maybe someone listening has been in a similar situation and they um, were able to work something out with their landlord. So, you never know. Um, if you've been in a similar situation to this listener, get involved. I'm on 087-711-1038. The gist of it is... Since Christmas, there have been rats in their room. It's a huge problem. There's three, last count, very large ones. We don't know how many more, but they've spotted three. Um, And the landlord admits that they've been there since Christmas. So what should our listener do? If you've ever lived in substandard accommodation, get involved. I'm on 087-711-1038. Here's Jason Derulo with French Montana. It's Tiptoe on Spin. Big fat thing overflowing. Skin tight dress, couldn't hold it. Way too thick like it's swollen Now you're too bad and you know it When you drop down, lose focus When I think up, that's a bonus mm, That cake looking appetizing Backpack food, that's a crisis Bring that body my way Can't take it off my bread Feel like you do badly Yeah, hold tight when you tiptoe Take time when you tiptoe God bless you from behind it. One hand up like the Heisman. First class, even you're riding. One last thing like it's spineless. Bring that body my way. Can't take it off my breath. Feel like you do badly. Hold tight when you're too slow. Just 
talk with Lauren loads of messages coming through about renting and lots of students and then lots of people and um, privately renting as well so listen I'm open to all the messages I want to hear from you if you have any experience of substandard accommodation what advice would you have for our listener who emailed in you can check out the email on the spin 138 Facebook page Mark says get real it is never going to happen this is getting the money back for the last seven weeks they've paid 630 euro um, even though they haven't been <clears throat> excuse me living in the room uh, they live in digs because there's rats there. Kate says, get your money back ASAP and leave. Rats and mats... Rats... Oh, talk properly, Lauren. Rats and mice carry diseases, says Kate. It's definitely not acceptable to be paying rent to live in a house that's invested by rodents. Uh, it's definitely not acceptable, but unfortunately, I don't know are you going to get your money back. Um, when you're moving into digs, we spoke to Neve Mercer from the Union of Students of Ireland and she was saying, you know, it's not like... Um, taking out a lease you know and, and paying rent you're moving into someone's home but if you can get things in writing if you've ever lived in digs I would like to hear your, your experience positive or negative 087-711-1038 Rachel says you can ask but in reality you'll probably never see that money again you might just have to take this as a life lesson always check out the place thoroughly ask for a contract and get a receipt for any money that changes hands yeah, but here's the thing, is that like they lived there from the beginning of term till Christmas and it, there doesn't seem to have been an issue. It's since they've gone back after Christmas. So they probably did check check out the accommodation and it seemed fine, but it's been really bad since Christmas, so much so that um, our listener, who's a 20-year-old student and his mate, have not gone back there. So what do you think? 087-711-1038, you can text her WhatsApp. Anne is next on the line. Now, we've changed Anne's name. Hi there. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you very much. Um, and you had a point to make about tenants and what they need to, you know, do to make their situation a bit better. I think tenants just need to step up to the plate. If they had their own house and they had this issue, what would they do about it? They'd have to go out and buy rat traps or poison and sort it out themselves. So why should they leave it to the landlord to do it? Now, are you a landlord, Anne? I, um, I have a house but I'm also renting in Dublin. Okay, so you can see it from both sides, which I think is yeah. always interesting um, because I think sometimes landlords get a very hard time and then when we hear from landlords, we can sometimes hear the flip side of it. I think that's a good point, is that, you know, 
so often we hear stories of people being like, well, I tried to con- contact the landlord and I didn't hear anything back. And then you might hear from other people who are like, well, I just handled it myself. I think people need to do that. They need to handle stuff themselves. I have mice in my own house. I buy a trap and I catch them. In the house I'm, I'm renting, it's never been an issue because the landlord does it. But if there was an issue, I would go out and I'd get a trap and I would do something about it. It does sound like this is a pretty extreme case, though. Like, they are massive rats and, like, they're in the frame of the beds, they're in the walls. Well, like- why are the rats coming in? Are, is the house been kept clean? Are they taking out the rubbish? Are they leaving food, food lying around? Yeah, they, these are all questions now. I have to say uh, the students probably need to ask themselves. But it sounds like they're an issue in the, in the whole house. Like It sounds like they've had a conversation with the landlord, which is positive, I think. But yeah, maybe they need to assess kind of the condition the room is in. That's what I'd be asking. Have you ever had issues like with the, with the house that you own and with renting to people? Would you have you rented to students? Well, I myself haven't rented because I, I rented quite a few times, and I've seen people that have come in and you know be dirty and destroy things. And I wouldn't rent out my house, but me as a tenant uh, coming from somebody who owns a house, I try clean. I try to clean the house. I try to bring out the bins, Hoover, clean windows, do that sort of thing. As I would my own house. Yeah. Yeah, some good points, Anne. Really good of you to come on. Thanks, Emil. Thank you, bye. Take care. Uh, we changed Anne's name there at the start there. Um, she was saying like she owns a house, but she also rents. So she can see it from both sides. And really good points, you know, particularly, I'm sorry now, students, to be a bit hard on you, but students tend not to take as good care of their accommodation, maybe. And this might be the reason why there's rats in your room. What do you think of Anne's argument? 87 1038. Jess says, I was living in an awful place last year. It was not worth the price. There was mould on the walls, mould in the bed frame. My window lock was broken, which wasn't safe as my apartment was in the city centre. I felt so unsafe. It's so horrible that these places are in this condition. I would not have left a dog in it. And if you're renting privately, there is the Residential Tenancies Act. And um, who were we speaking to earlier on was saying, you know, Threshold or Great Dave was saying threshold are great with the advice. We've had them on the show many times. Um, you need to know your rights, I suppose. Unfortunately, digs um, aren't covered by the Residential Tenancies Act, though, and this is a problem. So many people are getting involved and offering advice. Laura says you can't ask for the rent back because you didn't live there. That was your own choice. You could ask to move out now, however. You should have brought this matter up with the landlord straight away. Well, we don't know. Um, it, it sounds like they have at least had a conversation with the landlord. So that is promising. But you're right, you know, to not live there for seven weeks and now turn around and ask for your money back. Obviously, you're paying via direct debit. Stacy says on the Spin 138 Facebook page, I'm in private rented accommodation. Five years, nearly paid 40000 in rent and had rats and I get rats every single year. I have small children here as well. I'm not entitled to a penny back as I live here and I have lived here. So I have to pay for the services I've used. You can't expect it back. Landlords cannot help rodents. All they can do is try and sort it out for you. Thankfully, mine does. But each year, we know the minute cold weather hits, we get additional tenants and we live in the country surrounded by crop fields. It's life. You're entitled to nothing, unfortunately. And you know what? Yeah, you're not the first people to ever have to deal with rodents, particularly at this time of year. And I think I've heard a lot of stories recently because the weather was very cold and then it got a bit milder and now it's cold again. 
but a lot of additional tenants, as Stacey put it, have maybe um, stuck their noses out. It's, I suppose, if it's an ongoing thing and the house is overrun and it's a massive issue, you know, your landlord does need to deal with it. But what did you make of Anne's point? He's like, listen, if you've got rats, get traps. Like, it's not the end of the world. Deal with it yourself. Tenants need to step up to the plate, was what Anne had to say. Let me know your thoughts on that. There's still lots of messages coming through. I'll do my best to get to all of them, but I'd love to hear from you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Tracy is next. Hi, Tracy. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, Tracy, now, just to be clear, because I know we're getting loads of messages about different types yes. of accommodation. Are you in student accommodation or are you privately renting? No, it's a private renting. Okay. And sorry, I should say as well, we've changed your name um, because you yeah, have issues okay. with your landlord. Well... When we moved in, we've had problems with the windows. We still have problems with the windows. They're really old and really bad, and most of them are not even closing. Uh, there was a lot of mould in around the windows, and there was a lot of mould, especially in the back rooms. Um, now, the rent was great for the house that I'm renting. It's a four-bedroom house, and I was really happy with the rent. Uh, we've tried to contact the landlord a couple of times, well, a lot of times, Um she hasn't really done much. They, they they really need to be changed, like completely, new windows. We've fixed them so many times. And, I mean, um, most of them won't even close and open. Uh, the alarm is not working because the windows are not properly working. Um, I mean, because the rent is so good, I'm not... I'm not saying anything. And most of the things that are wrong in the house, we're trying to fix them. And I suppose that makes me, and I hope that makes me a good tenant. Now, the landlord has been great. If there was things as in the boiler or, I don't know, something that broke the washing machine or the fridge, she'd had no problem in changing that. But I suppose because the windows are more expensive, she's not willing into changing the windows. She might be selling the house. I don't know what the situation is. But I think as a tenant as well, I know it's easy to blame someone. Now, she has her own house as well, and I understand from her side, from her point of view as well, um, you know, every single week being in touch, oh, this is broken, that's broken, this broke, that broke. I think as a tenant, it's your duty to kind of do something about it as well. If, If it's not up to you, if you can't fix it yourself, then I suppose get back to the landlord. Um, one of the things that I've done when my washing machine broke, I said, I texted her and I said, my washing machine is broken. It's up to you. If you want to buy the washing machine yourself, um, then it'll stay in the house. If I buy the washing machine myself, when I move out, the machine is going with me. Yeah. So it's up to you whether you want to invest or not. And honestly, that's it's been great, but it was her own choice whether to fix their problem or not. You sound, like, you sound like a dream tenant, Tracy. Like, you're realistic and you're right. Like, if landlords are constantly getting phone calls saying this is wrong, that's wrong, you you are within your right to ask, well, why? Why did that break? Why are there rats in your room? Why is that happening? I mean, obviously my windows broke because they're being used so much, right? And I was the one that used the windows. <laughs> so that kind of makes sense in me fixing them. Now, they're old windows they need to be completely changed. But that's a different story. Well, she told me she's not willing into changing the windows, so that's kind of up to me to keep them working for me as long as I'm in the house. Yeah. And I think it's the same with the rats. I, at, at one stage, I think 
every single um, property has rats in it. I know it's a big deal. Just contact the landlord and say, listen, we're going to contact someone that deals with that problem. Uh, we can even split and pay half and half. It's, it's, they're living in that room. It's up to them to keep it up to some standard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the young people are, but most of their young people won't clean their room. They won't. Something attracts those rats. They're not just there because they're there. Yeah. I don't know if it makes sense. It does. Absolute sense, Tracy. You're very good for coming on. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having me. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tracy sounds like a dream tenant, really, doesn't she? Um, and very, very realistic, I have to say. You know, you're not the only person to make that point, Tracy. Lots of people are wondering why the rats are in the room in the first place. And I think if you're renting that room, you've got to step up and, you know, be, be responsible for yourself and your space too. Let me know your thoughts. I'm on 87 Text us now. 87 This is Spin Talk. Okay, just to get through a few more of your messages coming in about renting. This one says, digs are still covered in legislation enforced by the environmental health, by environmental health. So anyone with any concerns about standards in any rentals should contact their local environmental health office. People need to complain so that landlords with bad premises are prosecuted. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. And thank you for that, because as we heard earlier on, digs aren't covered by the Residential Tenancies Act. So if you contact your local environmental health office, I don't know. I kind of feel I feel for this landlord a bit because it's obviously an issue in the house. I don't know if I want them to be prosecuted over it, but I would like to see the conditions improve. But, you know, we spoke to Tracy just before the break there and we had Anne earlier just saying, you know, as a tenant, you have got to um, be responsible yourself. And if there is rats overrunning your room, you've got to ask yourself, why are you keeping it clean? Are you tidying up after yourself? And sorry now, but yeah, like students, like alarm bells are ringing now. What is that room like? Another listener says, regardless if students or tenants are messy, there should be no way for pests to enter in the first place. For example, gaps around pipes, gaps under doors. Well, there you go. Someone standing up for you, students, saying, you know what, even if you are messy, rats shouldn't be able to get in. I don't know. I think rodents and um, vermin will always find a way. Dean has a suggestion and says, tell them guys to get the loan of a ferret. That'll be the end of the rats. Oh, it doesn't really bear thinking about. Um, thank you so much to everyone who got involved in the conversation. I've got to move on, though, because coming up in just a few moments, comedian Adam Burke will be in studio with me to talk all things Bray Comedy Festival. It's kicking off on the 14th. Um, and a whole host of brilliant comedians descending on Bray. You don't want to miss it. Adam will be, just, be here in just a few minutes to talk all things Bray Comedy Festival. But first... This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.